Hello everybody and welcome to this week's Retro Rewind where we are playing Dig Dug 2. Trouble in Paradise. Yes, we're playing Dig Dug 2, which was my pick off the back of our last Retro Rewind. Dave had mentioned this game when we were playing the Namco Museum, was it? And then yep. I was heavily intrigued because I was a bit of a Dig Dug master. So I have never ever played this before and I have enjoyed it. So Dig Dug 2, Trouble in Paradise. Thank you. It was released and developed by Namco and it was released in Japan on March the 12th, 1985 in the arcades and on the NES in April of 1986, which is a year after that. Very good. Nice. It was then released in North America in December of 1989, an entire three years after the Japanese release. I wonder why it took so long. I think just in the 80s it was just really, really, really difficult to move uh, well, well I mean, world or plus something. you have it in the 80s. I mean, we didn't get the NES until 85, whereas they got it in 83. Okay. So we kind of started behind the game a little bit. Cool. Anyway, so Dig Dug 2, uh, pretty much the same premise as the first Dig Dug. You have to kill all the enemies on the map. This time, instead of digging through ground and looking at it from a kind of vertical plane, you are looking at a top down island with various points on it and what you can do is you can inflate the enemies as you could in the first title or you can rather geniusly chop off tiny wee bits of land using predefined points and very tactically wipe it them all out in a oneer. it's very very good and very satisfying i would like to interrupt here and ask so not reading the manual or anything i would hazard to guess do you did you realize how it works with cutting things off very 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 quickly realized how it works. I think if you hadn't told me that was the point of it, it would have taken me a lot longer to figure it out. I skipped over the, the you know, the wee demo piece that plays in the loop, so I'd, I had no idea what I was going into. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's not too bad. It's quite intuitive. It wasn't what I was expecting. When, when I was a kid, it took me, like, months to figure out, oh, the smaller piece crumbles. Oh! Yeah, and, you know... My score is shot up from there. It's, it's thinking on your feet, and it's it's really quite manic. Dave, I already said that I have not played this before now. What about yourself? You've already hinted you played it as a kid. Uh, yeah, I never saw it in the arcades, ever. Um, this was one of those weird, I would like to have a certain NES game for my birthday, but I'm guessing it was too expensive, so my parents bought what they could have bought. And I got Dig Dug 2. Hmm. And stupid me, for the most part as a kid, I played it like you would play a game. Trying to finish the levels. And so, you know, okay, I gotta get to level... There's a hundred levels in here. And I just kept constantly trying to get to level 100 without, you know, breaking off island pieces mainly. It was just, you know, run around, pop them for 200 points and be good. And I had a lot of fun with it as a kid. And it wasn't until later where I started playing. I'm like, oh... They don't expect you to finish it. Just go for the score. And that's when I really started to have fun with it. So, yeah, as a kid, I played it all wrong. Ah, oh, poor, poor, poor stupid Dave Poor kid. stupid but, Dave I mean, that's not, It's not a bad idea, though, because a lot, of, a lot of the time you are playing a game to complete it. You're not playing a game for the score. So it is a different mindset. It's not like walking into an arcade where you know you, you want your name on the score. So if you're sitting at home with that and your NES... 
you know, well, you may well, want to complete it. It brings up an interesting question here, Craigie Boy. So, score never did matter to me as a kid, even in the arcades, because, eh, which would you rather say? I got the high score or I saw the ending? I mean, but I think that's because I was born in the later half of the 80s. Well, right in the middle, but didn't grow up until the later half, where score was really getting phased out and nobody cared about score. Will you play games just to score attack now? Uh, like, say, Geometry Wars or something like that? Or will you play to mainly try to get to the end? Out with, out with what we're doing with these um, ever-increasing arcade releases that we're playing, I wouldn't at all uh, play for score. I would always be playing... I'm playing either to see the ending or to platinum it. That's pretty okay. much the only two th- the only two reasons I'll play. No, I'm very much in the same camp. I mean, like when games have a score attack or a time attack mode, I very rarely ever touch them. Hmm. Like who races ghosts hey, actually, in Mario Kart? No, who cares about that? You want to just what? get the cups. Got a good exception, and there will be. There's always exceptions to the rules, of course. But I really, really cared about the score and um, Bullet Storm. Oh, really? Just trying to chain those trick shots to get a high score was just satisfying as anything. I'd see, I, I, again, even in that, it was like, I don't care, I'll just use whatever's the most effective right now. Okay, fair enough, yeah. But anyway, we're talking Dig Dug 2. We are, we're talking Dig Dug 2. Where were we? We've been derailed. We were talking about how I played it completely wrong as a child. You played it, you played it completely wrong, I didn't play it. So, today, I sat down in my comfy chair in the dining room with my Wii U and my emulator. Kids came in, as always, we're now having a Sunday score challenge on whatever we're playing. And I sat down and the kids instantly didn't want to play it. They were just, really? no, I don't want to play this at all. No, yeah, it bounced off it like nothing else. They just they just didn't want to touch it at all. I was a bit, bit disappointed with Wow. That actually kind of mirrors mine. Like, I, I sat down on a planet, and of course, you know, you hear the dig dug noises and the doo 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 and all that. And Kelsey comes in and she's like, Oh, hey, are you playing Dig Dug? Oh, it's Dig Dug 2. Oh, jeez. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit odd because I actually, I absolutely loved Dig Dug when we played it the other week. I loved it. It's just one of those things. But I think the added cutting away of islands, that mechanic adds an extra layer of complexity to it that is really satisfying. So you can use your, your digger to build a maze yep. where all the enemies have to run around unless they teleport across, but they have to run around so you can build a complex maze, trap them all inside it by chopping the land off and they all sink in a winner. The very first level if you just run left a wee bit and chop that first bit, you get 10,100 points or something like that and annihilate everyone in about the first three seconds of the game. And it's oh, super something clicks satisfying. in your brain, right? You're like, oh, oh that felt good. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So I spent a lot of the time after that scrambling to try and make traps, trap mazes for the enemies, uh, which is, I think is where my... my falling down was on my high scoring which we'll do we'll do oh yeah yeah later um yeah it almost feels like you're cheating and that's there's a very small amount of games where the core mechanic feels like you're cheating but you're not because that's the core mechanic like it feels so nice to see a whole group of enemies and you're like oh how am i gonna ah and then there they go and it's just oh wonderful so a couple of things i noticed right coming back to this because i haven't played this since i was probably 13 years old he moves very weird, like on a grid, almost. Yeah, very much. And that got me killed quite a few times. It's a grid, and it feels like... The, the, the thing is obviously on a grid, because you're cutting yeah. lines, so you can see a bigger grid, and within that grid, it must be like 
another three by three grid that you move on and you're totally right it's a pretty wide margin where if you're standing in a position and there's an enemy approaching from the left and you hit up there's a 50 50 chance you're dunking to the left yeah, slightly yeah, I straight that too, right? before going you play, up you, you play as a knight yeah. you don't make straights it's, it's l turns all the time and yeah a couple times there'll be like an enemy in that dead zone and you're like come on just move down a little yep yep i feel your pain moves moves a bit weird still still quite pleasant to play overall i like the mechanics the look of it oh yeah did did you get a fish a fish no i didn't get a fish was i supposed to get a fish ah so so if you cut out a let's say you know uh, a five by five mm-hmm square right anytime you make a square of open ocean a fish jumps up and you pop it and you get a wow. whole bunch of points for it i didn't know that i um i got an aubergine a what you know like a an aubergine isn't that that guy that played odo on star trek uh, no it's close but not quite an aubergine is one of those vegetables it's like it looks a bit phallic in nature and it's purple are you talking about an eggplant yes an eggplant is that not an aubergine why didn't you i have i have never heard it called an aubergine it's an aubergine ever is it the same thing though i i don't know i mean it could be i'm gonna google this right now oh it's purple with the little green leafy bits on top and you chop it up and you fry it and it tastes like ass yep sounds right eggplant or aubergine, it's the same thing. Oh, so so what you're saying is you think because it's in French, it sounds fancier. You can't just say egg. I don't know why it was ever called an eggplant. Uh, because when you peel it, it's the shape and color of an egg. Have you ever? I made that up. I was going to say, Craig, have you ever seen an eggplant? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's odd. It's, it's, I can't believe that's the same thing. I can't believe, once again, we're being derailed here. So, yeah, I got a piece of fruit. The, the, or vegetable, it's a vegetable, whatever it is. And that happens when you chop three pieces of land off. So if you get three clean cuts on land, you get a bit of fruit. Oh, see, I didn't points. know that. I didn't know what was causing it to pop up. Yeah, it's three three pieces of land and you get it. Um, did you have any of the, what were they called? Frygars or Pukas, I think is the name of them. Did you have any of them commit suicide on you? No, I didn't actually. And I did read that they do that. Yes, they do. Bit distraught. I wanted to save them from themselves, so I made sure that I helped them on their journey uh, to the, it, the next life. In the most painful way possible, I would imagine. That's got to be the worst way to oh, die. Oh, infl- inf- inflating them, yeah, that's that's just something else. It's such a great wee mechanic, I absolutely love that, because you need to plan, because it takes time to inflate them. You can use it to stall them, like you could in the first one, so that's, it's fantastic there as well. But in this, I found myself almost purely focusing on that cutting, trying to trying to get the land away. Now, I, I don't know if it's because it's just from the same company or not, but the way the enemies move, they don't go directly for you. They kind of try to take no. a circuitous route to get to you. Mm-hmm. They more rely on you screwing up to die because other than being hit with flames every once in a while, they tend to just walk around you and kind of encircle you. And it reminded they me do, a lot of them. Do. It feels... I, it is exactly a Pac-Man ghost situation. I felt, and I don't know if it's a pattern or whether I've got it the right way around, but I felt like the Pukas would horizontally align with you and then come for you vertically, and the Fragyars would vertically align with you and then come for you horizontally, if that makes sense. I, uh, how many times were you, did you think you were safe behind your cracks and then you get fire right in the face? <sighs> and, uh, yeah, it happened. Blumenek, yeah, I know. 
so damn frag yards and your fiery thing. I guess I guess one of the big questions is, I prefer this personally to Dig Dug One. I think Dig Dug One is still mm-hmm. great. It's still a lot of fun. But if I had to pick one of the digs or dugs, I'd yep. probably choose this. And I think it's just because it adds that added mechanic of chopping the land up. What about you? Yeah, uh, I think I, if I wanted to sit down and play it, I would want to play Dig Dug 2, but I would have to go back. If I only had one, it would be the original Dig Dug, because I seemed to be a lot better at it, and I think I would have a good chance of getting the world record. Now, I can't remember two days ago, let alone <laughs> last time we recorded Namco Museum. Were you a fan of doing the rocks? Or were you just an inflate them kind of guy? Uh, I was a fan of doing the rocks, but only when it was very, 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 very easy to do it. I didn't go for the setup. Okay. Which is different, actually, to this, because that is using the scenery, and I wasn't doing it in Bioshock. In Bioshock, one. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> why, why weren't you doing it in Bioshock? You could have collapsed the whole island. Oh, my goodness. I wasn't doing it in Dig Dug 1, but in Dig Dug 2 that mechanic felt better cutting away the land felt better i think they also i hate to say this word i think they nerfed the pump in the second one too it seems to take longer to inflate enemies to death than it does in the first oh i can't remember but i I do know what you mean though because it was it was less utilized in this one Um, so you're probably right so did you mainly play the arcade or the nes the arcade i played the nes one twice and then I moved to the arcade, and we had, we had this conversation earlier, so the arcade does an original version, and a version 2 or a revised version. The original version apparently is much easier, so I thought I'll try the both of them to see what the differences are, and they're quite huge, actually. Really? The levels are different, it, it sounds different, it feels different. There's something definitely squiffy about that original version. The newer one is identical to the NES Okay, so the new one is identical to the NES, which is yep. what I played. Okay, I have never played the old one, actually. I should probably do that. It's completely different yeah, levels and everything. Different levels. You see, maybe stage two in the original one was that A-shaped level that's oh, stage six. Okay. So you do see similar layouts, but it's a lot different. It's a lot differenter. If this had been the type of show where we, you know, do some research and take notes and stuff, I wonder why they would have revised mm-hmm. it. Um, Just because. That is a uh, great the reason. The first one was too easy. The first one was too easy, so when they put it into the arcades, they just found that it was too easy. So oh, they not revised it the quarters. And one. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm making that up as well, but that does sound plausible. Well, you had me fooled, Craig. I, I honestly thought you did some research into that. Good job, I guess. Well, what I'll do after this is I'll research and if that turns out to be the case I'll just cut out the rest of the conversation <laughs> and it'll sound like I know what I'm talking about uh, it it's sounds genius. like a plan yeah so uh, yeah so the first one the, uh, the original one was different to the second one now interestingly I found the NES one which has identical levels and enemy layouts and everything much more difficult than the arcade. It's oh, really? No idea why. NES. Yeah. NES is easy mode for me, man. Oh wow. I got significantly less score in the arcade. Although, since I'd never seen the arcade, seeing uh, seeing it look different on you know stronger hardware was pretty cool. I never saw the mm-hmm. arcade version, and it does have enough differences there to where it's interesting to go yeah. see it. But yeah, NES, man, that that's uh, where I shined. The the music in the arcade mode is far better. It's not. It's the same track that plays every level. It feels like, and it does get a wee bit monotonous, but it's happy enough. 
It, it is a very oh, bouncy, bouncy track. It doesn't just play when you move. No. I've just clicked. That's just <laughs> lost all of its charm. It plays constantly, doesn't it? Well, it would be kind of hard to do it in something like this. I suppose you spend a lot of time, you spend most of the time moving, actually, running away from yeah, things. Yeah, it's, it's just, and in this, you kind of wait for... Oh, no, you know what? Your earlier question? Yes. I would have to have Dig Dug just for that. Just, just to experience that? that pleasure of running and with the music playing is so happy. It's so happy-making. Okay. All right. Now, now that we've done all three of the Dig Dug mm-hmm. franchise, is yes. Mr. Driller still king? Oh yeah, hundred percent. All right, good man. Love Mr. Mr. Driller. Mr. Driller was just it's an another level of awesome. Which I guess this makes it one of the best video game trilogies, man, because all three are ace. Yeah, I can't think of any other trilogies that are actually. I mean, Bioshock. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh no i'm sorry i had to clear my throat i there. liked i liked max Payne 3 not many other people did i never played max Payne 3 ah. i mean well well hold i mean um, we could what if you count like the mr driller drill spirits and mr driller advance well they're all the same game so yeah i guess so you heard it here first here folks and i said here twice mr driller the strongest trilogy of games ever mm. um i just want to state that i while i do agree that it's great i do not agree <laughs> that it's the strongest one because as soon as i said that and we stop recording i'll be like oh no there's this 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 yeah this. that's These the way it always trilogies. goes which in, yeah. listener dear listener in case you don't know there are every episode there is always something that you say and 10 minutes after you stop recording you're like oh oh so Saying things like Dig Dug is the strongest trilogy in gaming, it will come back to haunt me 10 minutes or so after we stop recording. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to find out what I've forgotten, and it'll only happen after we stop talking. Although, yeah, I don't know how many games actually stop at a trilogy. Most are like 2 or 17. Yeah. So, um... That's actually a very good point, yeah. <laughs> speaking of recording and podcasting and all the fun, awesome stuff we do, because... We're kind of running out of stuff to talk about Dig Dug, I would say, because it's a good mm. game. It's fun. But, Craig, before we started yes. this whole podcasting thing, you didn't play as much games, right? No. No, not at all. So, how do you like that transition? I mean, you've got, from what you used to play, from what you told me, it's it's boosted by like a couple hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I What I was doing was I was playing the big titles, and maybe every year I would crack, I'd play on the iPad and, and get like, I'd play Vice City and then I would play the, the Monkey Island series. And I, I was very much, uh, maybe time wise, uh, it's not a, a massive increase, but actually the games I'm playing have really changed. And now that we're doing a big game a month, um, I. It's it's quite a challenge. I'm actually finding it quite cha- a fun challenge. But yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, no difference. Like this is just how I've always played games. It's always been, I finished this. All right, I'm already getting another one from the shelf. Pop it in. All right, let's go. First couple of hours. It's just. But you, I imagine this also has kind of spread the breadth of your experience too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, very much. As I say, it's, it's it, time wise. It's it's pretty much 
same as. Apart from the fact that I obviously had a baby, which has given me a lot more time to play games because my wife takes him to bed and they go to bed at like <laughs> eight o'clock. So like every evening I've got to play. Uh, but the the type of games and the amount of games, doing the retro rewinds, doing the big games, I've just been playing I've everything I can get my hands on and I'm far more hungry for new experiences, which I wasn't before. Really? Okay, because because I've yeah. I've never I've never had that to where I'm like, nah, you know what? What I got, I'm okay with. I should be like that, but um, and and having something where you only play the big ones every year. I mean, were you watching stuff of like trailers that are coming out of? Oh, hey, this is on my list, or was it just kind of eh, if I see it in the store, yeah, I'll grab it. Yeah, that was. I mean, if I wasn't doing this podcast right now, I would probably be playing Far Cry Five. And when I finished Far Cry 5, I might not put the PlayStation on for a couple of nights while I play Monkey Island again upstairs as a palate cleanser. And then I'll go and see what else there is. <laughs> you know, it's not... Okay, so I'm adventure games now. are your pickled ginger that you eat every time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but I'm sitting looking at my thing and I've got like... I would never have picked up something like Pyre. I've got Bloodborne, which I'm attempting to get through. I've got Rayman Legends sitting because you said it was amazing. Oh, Rayman Legends playing... is good. I've played Final Fantasy X, played Final Fantasy XV. I probably would never have picked up a Final Fantasy game. Really? You know, that's the kind of... Yeah, yeah. Even with all the big TV ads and seeing Noctis looking all whingy and stuff? Well, I, I don't know. I don't see any tell. I don't watch the telly, so I, I wouldn't have got that. 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 I, all I would have gotten would have been I would have seen it, I would have seen it in game or on Amazon or something like that. And I would never have paid full price for it, but I would gladly pay full price for it now. I might play full price for it again. I, I'm <gasps> thinking about buying the Royal Edition. Dave, I would never have played Monster Hunter. That's insane. Yeah. That's an experience, man, that nobody should miss. That is so good. Jeez. Why you, Why are you feeling all nostalgic? Are you? Have you got something to say? Is something wrong? Are you ill? Or well, Craig, I'm dying. Am I getting sacked? <laughs> I'm dying, and you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> My last dying wish is that Craig never plays again. I wish that I could reverse this situation because you know I'd rather you die, but that's just the way. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I was just thinking about it because there's a guy at work that I talked to, and he only plays games as something to do while doing other things like he has played like me most of the final fantasy games could not tell you a single word about what the stories are about oh geez skips the cutscenes, just likes to go grinding oh no and it's like while he's, uh, say, watching a basketball game, because he's a big sports guy, watch a basketball game or a baseball mm-hmm. game, he'll just, just grind, 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 and then bust through the end of the game. And okay, whatever, we'll play the next one. And uh, I finally, because uh, it was kind of like a challenge, because he'd be like, all right, Dave, what do I play next? And I'd, I'd suggest things, and he'd be like, no, nah, that's stupid, there's too much talking. All right, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, how about, and then I'd suggest a Darkest Dungeon, and... It's something clicked, oh. and he's like, "Oh my gosh, this game is amazing, dude! Oh, this is so good!" And he started, to, <laughs> you know, talk about strategies and this and that. And I was like, "Ha ha ha! There's one for everybody!" And then I was like, "So, dude, really cool game out now. It's called Monster Hunter. Not a lot of story, kind of nothing but gameplay." And mm-hmm. he's like, "All right, I'll check out a trailer of it." Comes back, nah, it looks stupid with the big swords and monsters and whatever. It's fine. It's dumb. Like, oh, <sighs> I thought I'd broken through. And and I'd never really talked to anybody that had played games at that. I don't want to say casual because it sounds dirty, mm-hmm. but 
that casual of a level. That's that just sounds nuts. Nuts is there was this one guy I used to work with. The only video game he'd ever played, and the only one he was still playing as of two years ago, he might have saw the light, was Tiger Woods 07. What the hell? He had a roommate who had the game and the system, and that was the only game he had for the system, and that's all he's been playing for the last, like, eight years. Jeez, that's ridiculous. I mean, it wasn't a bad game. Tiger Woods have progressed. Yeah, Tiger Woods are great. And Rory Rory McIlroy is awful. No, 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 no. See, there's where I think you're wrong. Rory McIlroy is good. Don't compare it to Hot Shots. No, it's terrible. Really? Now, see, we had fun with it. It didn't have... We had fun with it, yeah, but it didn't have... Imagine how much more fun we would have if it had, like, Bingo Bango Bongo, or that one where you have to remove the clubs if you lose the hole and that okay, kind of yeah, thing. Okay, yeah, that, that, that would be fun, you're right. Um, yeah? I'd never played those modes before. They're like, very fun. They're the fun bits of Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> no, the fun bits of Tiger Woods are leveling up so you can nail a par 5 in one. That's the fun bits of Tiger yeah, Woods. That's quite fun. I wonder what 10 years of Tiger Woods 07 would get you. I don't know, but I really kind of wanted to play around with them. But like, all right, how good are you after 10 years? Because, I mean, I don't mean to uh, <clears throat> puff myself up or nothing, but my Mario Golf scores are nothing to scoff at, if you know what I mean. Mm. My hot shots, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, where do you fall on that? I know that, I'm sorry, this is kind of turning into just a random talk, but, but you know, like we said, it's Dig Dug 2. We're kind of out of stuff to talk yeah, about. I know, yeah. Um. What do you fall on the Hot Shots versus Mario Golf? I would tend to go for Mario. Why? I don't know. Funner? Funner? As in, okay, no, funner isn't the, the word. F- franchised? Okay. Might be the word. I don't know. <laughs> well, there is something to be said about, hey, I'm playing as Mario. This game has, like, nothing to do with Mario, but I'm playing as Mario. Yep. That's that's exactly it. The I think that's that's where I would go. I take it you're a hot shots man. No, no, no. Actually, I will. If they came out with a new Mario Golf for like the Switch, where it was like Toadstool Tour, that one for the GameCube, that was really good. Ah, uh, totally. I'd probably play that more than Hot Shots. Hey, if it came out in the Switch, it would be motion controlled with the controllers. You would love that. Oh, I, I am such a big fan. Such a big fan. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Since we're talking golf, there is one question: Are you a motion? Okay. As in using the thumbsticks, or are you a three-click man? Oh, three-click! It's absolutely three-click is just the bee's knees. Really? Now, see, I feel the thumbsticks are the wasp tits. Oh well, if we've got to go bee's knees to wasp tits, I don't know how that argument would <laughs> fall out. But um, for me, three-click it's a hark back to VJ Singh's golf. And that kind of the likes of of the the great game there, but I think three click I can just that's one of the game mechanics that I am very good at. Like everybody's golf, yeah. I can just nail it. Nail I noticed it, that. Nail it. Nail it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bioshock Two hacking, nail it. Nail oh, it. Oh, nail yeah, it, nail yeah, it every that, single that is, time. That is ace stuff right there. Especially when you're getting yeah. shot, you're like, so, come on, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Um, so I, I like the free kick I do like I like thumbstick control and I th- actually think it feels nicer but if you said to me we are going to play Tiger Woods 07 or Tiger Woods 11 or something like that and we're going to say we're going to play this and whoever wins is the champion I would be three clicking it okay um, 
I, I much prefer the thumbstick of Tiger Woods than I do the three click. It just feels a little better. And then there's that like weird middle ground where like Hot Shots did the three click, but without the bar. Or it was two click, not three click. You had to watch your golfer's club oh. swing and stop it where you and then hit it yeah. back. Yeah, it, it, that that was weird. But um, yeah, uh, we're just of two different religions. It seems we are two very very different religions. Who would have thunk it? I know. It's like we're two different people here. All right. Enough of that chicanery, sir. Let's get yeah, to right. the score. The scores, right. So, Dave, I forgot to write down my score, as you know, for the NES one. But for the arcade version, I got quite lowly. And I should just, let's just say, I was trying to build maze traps. And the level that I perpetually failed at, I think, was round six or seven. And it's where there are two gaps at the left and the right. There's two big areas where it's completely open to build whatever kind of maze you want. You know, there's like three by six dots and you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I kept on failing on that because I kept on trying to get the maze built and then all of them in the maze to chop it off and kill them all. So I ended up with 37,500 Ah, oh, Craig. Yeah, you, you you try to build like that uh, tower defense maze for them yeah, to get there. Yeah, and it wasn't. There were a couple. Uh, uh, the highest I got was in the NES version was uh, round 12. Sorry, I had to look at my notes. So there were a couple levels where I just had to bit the bullet and, okay, everybody's getting death by inflation because I mm-hmm. if, if I don't want I'm going to die. But my scores was 76,700 on the NES mm. and then... 57,000 on the arcade which is the new version well well done I don't know if that matters or not it does I think it does matter according to the internet you would have got more playing the old version maybe 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 because yeah, I'm not maybe. sure the main ROM just said new version and old version but you know they're not necessarily the most reliable thing I don't know what a tell would be well yeah no wait if it was like the NES that was the new version which meant it was easier I can't remember. Yes. Okay, yeah, so... No, harder. Harder. Harder, harder. The, the new version's harder. The starting level of the new version is the level where all the enemies are on the left, and you can very quickly cut that part off yes. and sink them all okay. in one Yep. The starting version, the starting level of the old one is the level where it looks a bit like an X, and you can very quickly go chop, 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 and chop off the four oh, arms okay. of the X. Well, there you go. All right, all right dear listener... Uh, as you might recall from last week, we started to put a, what would you call it, a, a sorting system in place. So I sprung this on Craig before I had talked to him about it because that's more fun. Mm-hmm. And he had his next pick already picked out. I did. I did. So I guess we're going to be spoiling what the next pick was. But that left me in a very, very precarious situation where I had to pick a game that started with G mm-hmm. and ends with P. Yes. I was more than happy for you to forgo that, but you very kindly stood up to the challenge. Nope. Rules are rules. And uh, I, I, it took me a good two days at work of just thinking, what, what starts with a G and ends with a P? And I couldn't think of anything. So the second day... I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about Ghost Trick. And then it hit me. This is a game called Ghost Lop. One word. Ghost. I'm going to have to Google this. Ghost. Ghost Slop. Lop. Uh, uh, ghost L-O-P. Oh, Ghost Lop. It is. 
And the kicker is, it's a type of game we've never done here. Sadly, it's also arcade. We're on that streak. We got to stop soon. Mm -hmm. And it's unreleased. Oh. I didn't know it was unreleased. It was just something I stumbled across in Maine one day. And yeah, sure. It's got ghosts. I'll check it out. Is it like a Puzzle Bobble type? It is. It is like Puzzle Bobble. Hmm. So not only can we ruminate on Ghost Lop, we can also ruminate on Puzzle Bobble or Bust a Move, as you might know it over here. Oh, that looks great. Not you, because you wouldn't know it. No, Puzzle, bo- so, puzzle yeah. Bobble's fine. Uh, yeah. This will hopefully be the last arcade game. Um, and I've actually picked, you know when I said I've picked my next one, so you had to fit mm-hmm. in. I've actually picked my next seven or eight, so I'll let you know what they are. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a one-time session. So, <laughs> listener, your hints for the next game after Ghostlop are going to be, it starts with a P... And it's an adventure game. Yeah. On a console. We have to talk about this because your next game has a subtitle. As did this. And I forgot this had the subtitle of Trouble in Paradise. Oh, yeah. So, how do we do this? Do we go off of the last name of the game or the last name of the subtitle? Um... It, well, the, the, the problem with that is this one has a subtitle, but only on the US release. Why don't we go with... Point the last letter of the game as the name yeah yeah the the name of the game without subtitles okay all right so if i was to say i don't know pick witcher 3 which uh that's my next pick you're gonna have to play through that in two weeks time Mm -hmm. we wouldn't go off of wild hunt at the end we would just go off of the witcher oh no see that it would feel wrong to not use the t from the wild hunt no, 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 no. We're, we're not doing thes at all. Okay. We're not doing subtitles. We're just, we got to lay down the law somewhere. Right. Okay. So no subtitles, this, just the name of the game. No subtitles, just the name of the game. Now, we can, of course, interrupt this without a problem if you perhaps want a game you want to hear us ruminate about and then talk about golf. Mm-hmm. So, all right. End of the line, Craig. Yes. Your thoughts on Dig Dug 2. As- Would you purchase this? For the $60 that my parents paid for the NES cart. Uh, Probably in 1990 or so. No. I wouldn't buy it at that price, but I mean, it's not a bad game. I enjoyed my time with it. But as I said earlier, if I had to go back to a Dig Dug, it would be Mr. Driller. (laughs) (laughs) If I had to go back to a Dig Dug, it would be a game by a a completely different name. Yes. I I like that. It would also be the original Dig Dug I think so. Well, I would like to state that if I had to go back to a dig dug, it would probably be Wild Guns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, close us out, Craig. Right. So, Dave, thank you. Hang on. What are your last thoughts? My last thoughts are I was dumb as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played it wrong. And now that I play it correctly, I think it's better than the first. Oh. I, I like this way more than Dig Dug 1. That is. I'll probably what? never play it again. <laughs> yeah yeah i know that feeling unless unless arcade night comes up i mean that that's really the only th- that's kind of uh now we're going too long never mind right we've been talking long enough yes not about dig dug so let's end it here thank you very much for your pick next time i look forward to playing f- ghost flop no ghost lop just just ghost lop. ghost lop there you go ghost lop i look forward to it um and say good night or good evening, or whatever. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Happy inflating. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>